0: Welcome to the M3 Podcast. Your journey to movement, mindset, and medicine starts here. Welcome back, M3 family. It's your host, Mermaid Bree, and I love looking at life with positivity, with an abundance perspective. And when I mean perspective, I'm talking about creating a reality for myself that I get to enjoy as my story. I'm speaking at a leadership summit called Limitless. It's November 9th on a Thursday. I'm going to put the information in the show notes. It's here in San Diego, and if you are local or nearby, I'd highly suggest coming to this event. There are going to be several amazing speakers, myself included, and the topic that I get to share on is Your Perception is Your Reality. So the definition of perception is the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses, in my sense, feelings, which could be also a state of being or process of becoming aware of something through those senses. Another definition would be a way of regarding, understanding, or interpreting something, which is a mental impression. And then a third definition of that would be the intuitive understanding and insight. And I love this post I saw over 10 years ago. I actually had to dig it up. And the title of it is Perspective 101. Number one, something happens. Number two, it means nothing. Number three, we make up a story about what it means. Number four, the story we make up creates our reality. It creates our world It creates what's possible and what is not possible. So think of, I'm going to give a few different examples of what perception and perspective mean. So my understanding, simple as that, is the glass glass is half full. So if you have a glass that is half empty, where do you think your thoughts might lead? You might think of things that are missing, not good enough, maybe not adequate for yourself in that negative spiral. If you think of the glass as half full, you think of what you already have. You're grateful for that amount. You know that there's enough and that you're looking at it with positive light. This came to me again And uh, I'm a sucker for kind of like binge watching. I don't really watch much TV, but I like binge watching a series every now and then. And my version of trash TV um, or that, you know, that like binge of Netflixing is Love is Blind. I love the idea of Love is Blind because you get the opportunity to get to know somebody without ever looking at them. And for the longest time, my perspective was that people valued what was on the outside and they didn't give their relationship or the quality of somebody that they could potentially be in a relationship with the value of what is on the inside. And so being able to get to know these people through the pods, to be able to speak emotion, all without ever meeting face to face and becoming engaged caught my attention. There was a disgruntled between a few different people and somebody was trying to come at it with a negative perspective. And so I love this guy. His name is Milton on season five. And he goes, my mom taught me that your perception is your reality. And I was like, whoa, yeah, good job. And it's so true. Another example could be that uh, in a relationship, I saw this again throughout that show. Is somebody mentions you don't cook for me, you don't do this, you don't, you know, help out around the house, you're not there, and that is probably true. That's their reality. Therefore, it is true in their eyes, and because of that, having that reality, that sense of understanding. They're looking at it with a perspective of what's missing, what's lacking. When they could be focusing on, oh wow, this person brought me flowers every week. This person is patient and kind. This person listens to me. And those are ways that you can help the relationship feel like it's enough. That it's positive. That it brings abundance. Another example that I really like is through leadership. And this is why I am speaking at the Leadership Summit on this topic. For someone who is a leader and has a team that they work with, your team's feedback matters. If you value their insight and their input, their feedback matters. So if somebody is saying, oh, so-and-so speaks out of line they're not listening to me they constantly interrupt they're not doing their best effort from one person's perspective they might be doing their best effort they might not feel like they're speaking out of line they might feel like they are attentive but the reality is somebody else thinks different and that for that reason alone is true As a leader, it is important to take these perceptions that come from a state of emotion, a sense, and a feeling, a mindful impression. That understanding is feedback. You take the feedback, you thank them for the feedback, and take what matters with you and leave the rest alone. None of that that doesn't serve you is meant for you. It's meant for them. It's their reality. It doesn't have to become yours. But for you, if you are a leader or a friend or anybody who is listening to the feedback of somebody else, pay attention to your reactions. This is my favorite part of self-development right here because self-development understands that we are constantly evolving that we are taking in our feedback, we are taking the perceptions of others, our own perception of self, and we are using that feedback to better ourselves as leaders, as relationship partners, and ultimately as an opportunity to help and teach others through that, like that development, that feeling. And so people's feelings matter people's logic matters. As a leader, it's important to take the feelings and turn them into logic. So somebody gives you feedback and says, hey, this was really challenging, then I want you to understand that that's their reality. They see it as challenging and you can help them see it as something different. We're not here to convince. We are here to present another perspective think outside the box is another version of that. So as a leader, take that feedback, find a way to move around the problems that you see, and then present another perspective and give the response to that feedback to your team. Hey, M3 family, check this out. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or someone looking to take that first step towards a healthier you, First Forms got you covered. Their high quality supplements are designed to help you perform at your very best from premium protein powders, complete micronutrient packs, and cutting edge pre-workout formulas that will kickstart your workouts. First form is all about getting real people, real results. And I'm one of them. I've been using first form supplements consistently for over two years now. And the difference in my overall health is incredible. I've been hitting new personal bests in the gym, getting better quality sleep, and feeling completely energized throughout my entire workday what sets first form apart is their commitment to quality and education they provide the best nutrient-dense ingredients plus their products are backed by rigorous testing and research and guess what they've got a special offer just for m3 listeners click the link in the show notes to explore the full range of supplements and receive free shipping on your next order so don't wait take the first step towards a healthier, happier you with First Form because I know your goals are within reach and I'm here to help you crush them. Thank you First Form for supporting our show and thank you all for listening. Now let's get back to our podcast. One of my favorite examples is as a coach to my clients and I think of this with I I just had an episode come out a couple days ago with uh, well when it does come out as um, I have it lined up with Brian Ford. So if you get an opportunity, that one's already released at this point. Um, it's on the super habit system and living life with intention. Brian and I went through a 21 day accountability course together where I, at the end of every single day, sat down for two minutes, had done my empowering exercises and then told myself, that is me claiming the identity. I am self-discipline, believing in that identity with practice, changing my perspective. And as I finished out the 21-day habit system, I recognized that I actually feel a lot more self-disciplined. I was able to get my taxes done. I was able to accomplish a lot of things throughout my day with a scheduled time frame. I was able to reach out to family members and have more engaging conversations. I was able to take care of my health and exercise, which for me, here's my perspective, feels very easy. But several years ago when I was going through competition prep, my very first prep especially, it was freaking hard. And for any of my clients who have that perspective that eating a clean diet, sticking to your protein and calorie goals, doing the consistent effort for months, not days, not a couple weeks, for months continuously with that discipline, with that practice, without getting off track, that should feel easy like it does for me. I've had many years to build that changed mindset or give myself the mental impression that this doesn't have to be so hard. And I've made it work for me. So a beautiful example is I've had clients say, I hate cardio. Cardio sucks. Cardio is hard. And you know what? I'm not going to disagree because that is your reality. And at one point, that was mine too. And getting your heart rate up, Still, to this day, I think most people would agree, is not easy. But if you ask somebody who's training for an Ironman to get their heart up and run a mile, it doesn't seem so bad for them because they're used to running a marathon. And I just had a friend finish a 50K who's going on to complete even uh, longer distances. Running a marathon seems like a piece of cake to him now. But for many of us, myself included, that was one of the most hard Challenges of my life when it came to cardio. The next part is, let me give you a new perspective on that. Cardio doesn't have to be with your heart rate going up. Cardio means that you are moving your body and outputting calories for that sense. And that would come from myself, roller skating, surfing, figuring out ways that I can get myself to enjoy when my heart rate goes up the thrill of it, then calculating the effort of calories that came from that time frame that I ask my clients to be in. Many of my clients, I asked them to be, let's say anywhere between 25 minutes to an hour at a certain heart rate. Calculate the effort on that and then go for a walk. Enjoy your time. Take it with ease. Go slower on the row machine or on the bike and do what matters so that the effort Remains the same, even if the duration and the intensity changes. Bingo. There's your new perspective. The next one is, like I said earlier, nutrition, diet. Ugh, it's so hard for me to get my protein in. It's so hard for me to stick to consistent calories. Well, if you make the practice and you create that disciplinary effect on yourself, your body and your subconscious mind will change it will create a new mental impression. You will have a new way of seeing, hearing, and becoming aware of those things. And when your thought process arises, I love thinking about that episode with Brian still too, where our brain is programmed, my perception, our brain is programmed to want to go back to comfort. For other people, it might not be that way, but for mine, my brain likes to do the same things. I like to do what I repeatedly am comfortably able to do. But to try new things is also fun, exhilarating. And so getting yourself into a new habit, a new mindset with that habit is the key to change, changing your perspective, changing the way you receive feedback changing the way that you react to the things that are challenging around you and changing the way you find them to become easy. Now, my last and favorite example is changing your internal dialogue. I have clients who constantly tell me things like, I'll never lose those 10 pounds. I don't have any self-control. I will never get to quote-unquote weight I will never look a certain way and, you know, just getting that negative conversation within their belief system has to change and it's okay to accept two truths that it doesn't just have to be one way or the other, that right now I don't have self-control with my food but I am going to get better. It could be I am making progress in my journey and I still struggle. I have expression in my needs, but I recognize that they won't always be met. I love my own personal ones could be like I'm working towards secure attachment and I still get triggered. I love the other one is um, I'm learning to trust others. And sometimes I fear being abandoned. And that comes from my perception of, I used to believe that relationships for me, people would just constantly leave. But I know, I know that there are relationships that last. A lifetime plus, And that there are people who make a commitment and follow through with it. My other favorite is that I'm aware of my personal growth And that it's a lot of work, but I choose to do it anyway. Just like working out. Just like sticking to a meal plan or a macro plan, how I coach. These things are realities that can create two truths, if not more, for people. And I mentioned earlier about people still having triggers or maybe insecurities if you're triggered by something, there's a block there for you. There is something that you need to work on to create that inner peace for yourself. And I'll elaborate that on that a little bit more here shortly. But these things are, for me, reminding myself that I can set boundaries, like my two truths, but I can also choose when to be flexible. And some of my insecurities in the past have been that I did not know how to set respectful boundaries for myself. And when I didn't clearly set and clarify my boundaries or express them to other people, I would react so intensely. And that's a huge reminder. Those reactions are about me, not about them. It's about me and the way that those actions make me feel. Because they don't know my boundaries. They don't understand. They have their own feelings, their own perspective. But the way I react comes from my point of view. So when I had mentioned earlier, I love the idea of self-development being how people react to things. If you are a leader, if you are a client, either way, pay attention to how your employees, your team... Or how your coaches talk to you. If they are talking to you in a way that is reflective. And you are reacting based off of your interpretation of what you think things should be. You're arguing somebody else's reality and trying to convince them otherwise. When your perception does matter but so do theirs. And they're here to hold the mirror for you. So how you react is entirely up to your own inner peace. If you react without peace, then you are somebody who has something that you need to work on that's deeper than that person's perspective. If you are somebody who is reacting to the challenges that you face, you have something that you need to change that you get to control on how you either approach the situation Continue to adapt with the situation or maybe decide to leave it. And from there, move forward with growth. We are here to grow. We are here to evolve. We are here to self-develop and learn. Learn something new from somebody else's perspective. Take their feedback and leave the rest alone. It's not meant for you. Remember that. So... Next time somebody tries to give you something that you're not fully in agreement with as feedback or as perception, tell them thank you. Let them go about their merry way and you continue living life the way that you choose in peace. If someone is trying to argue with you, let them say what they need to say. And when they're done, ask them if there's anything more. It might be for that person to get out what they need to get out, to vent, to purge, to release anything that they have feeling wise, whether it's towards you, towards their situation. Let them do what they need to do and continue to remind yourself with your inner dialogue what matters most to you? What is your reality? And that will continue to help you grow in a more positive light. So you choose. I hope this helps. If you guys have any questions about the Leadership Summit, I'm here on social media through this podcast. Um, You guys can reach out to me via email. I will be putting the link to the event down below. It will be, like I said, in downtown San Diego. And... I can't wait to share my insight with you all to continue growing with you all. I love you all and I appreciate any feedback I get, especially on this podcast. So if you have a couple minutes, take the time, hopefully give me five-star reviews, share your thoughts, share your perspective, and know that it matters to me. That is what I'm here for as a leader. And I hope that I gave you another perspective shift for the better. Thank you for joining me on another episode as we learned and explored all things movement, mindset, and medicine. As always, my goal for each episode of this podcast is to share innovative tools and techniques to help you thrive and find stability with your overall health and personal development alongside the growth of the world around us. Please share this with someone you know will benefit from this episode, as well as rate and review. This helps us reach more people and provide feedback as to how we can better help each of you. Make sure to check out our community website, www.mermaidmethod.com, to learn more about our upcoming events, eco-friendly products, and coaching programs. Now let's make massive waves together.